If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. You are now listening to the Paging Dr. Shonda podcast, where we talk all things related to mental health, life lessons, and the culture. My goal is to help each and every listener pursue and center wellness. I'm your host, Dr. Shonda, licensed clinical psychologist. Now let's get into it. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Paging Dr. Shonda podcast. I am your host, Dr. Shonda, and I am so grateful to have you again here today for another week uh, as we talk about some really important and somewhat heavy stuff. Um, This is the official holiday episode y'all i am so super duper excited one of my favorite holidays is christmas i love the christmas holiday i love the way i feel in the winter time i love the feeling of being around family friends thinking about my aunt's christmas cookies like all that stuff i i strongly enjoy and i'm making more of a cognizant effort to to really be present during the holiday season. I can honestly say for the past few years, I haven't been as present as I would have liked to have been. I haven't, I've been more involved in, you know, work and even in grad school, um, trying to get finals done and tests done and all that good stuff finished. Um, I never really gave myself the opportunity to enjoy one of my favorite holidays. And I felt like I was doing a disservice to myself. So this year I am committing to being more present with family and with friends during the holiday season, y'all, to, do y'all like my outfit? Those of you who are watching on the YouTube, make sure you subscribe. I'm trying to give holiday chic a bit, um, even though you only see from the top up. So I'm going to describe my outfit according to my favorite holiday movies. Y'all ready? So this turtleneck is giving um, Whitney Houston and the Preacher's Wife because sis was giving turtlenecks the entire movie. Uh, we know she had to be a little homely because she was the preacher's wife, but you know, she still had a little razzle dazzle to her because she put the little skirts on and had little tank tops on top of the turtleneck. So this, this is giving my, the preacher's wife, uh, these earrings are giving Vanessa Williams and a Christmas Carol, the diva's Christmas Carol. If you haven't seen it, you need to get into that. It's actually a VH1 movie. It's a really great holiday movie. It has like Vanessa Williams, um, Chili from TLC is in it. A bunch of other major celebrities are in it, and I I really love that holiday movie. And my lipstick. My lipstick is nice, popping red, like Rudolph in his red nose, okay? Um, So get into the Christmas chic outfit today uh, as I continue to give holiday throughout the rest of the week. Uh, We only have a couple of days left until Christmas. I'm not sure what you all celebrate, but whatever it is that you celebrate, I'm praying that you take the time, even if you don't celebrate Christmas, if you celebrate Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever it is, take that time to spend it with your family. It's been a tragic few years. And so I, you know, that's one of the reasons why I'm committing to being more present. What are some of your favorite holiday traditions? Whether you celebrate Kwanzaa or Christmas or whatever you celebrate. I want to know some of your favorite holiday traditions. So do me a favor. If you're watching on the YouTube channel, go ahead and comment them inside of the comment section. If you are listening to the audio version, whether you're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, any of those, leave me a review. I would love 
All right, y'all know what time it is. It is time for our hot off the press segment. First things first, I got this from CNN uh, in the business section. It says inflation is the highest that it has been in decades, y'all. Inflation. Inflation has been the highest it's been in decades, mainly because of the pandemic. But of course, like we have other things that are happening during the pandemic. People lost their jobs. People haven't been able to buy things as they normally would. Um, so that means 2021 will be among the most expensive holiday shopping seasons ever. But shoppers aren't holding back just yet. It says companies are confident you'll keep paying higher prices. So even though inflation is going up, they're predicting that Americans are going to continue to pay those high prices, even if they can't afford them, especially during the holiday season. So people are currently saying uh, they can't afford Christmas. They are spending more, even though they feel like they can't afford it, uh, which means essentially people might go into debt. People might be spending their savings. People might spend money that they don't have. The reason why I felt as though this specific article was really important to point out during our Hot Off the Press segment is because there is a direct correlation between financial strain and mental wellness. Now, I know I have a few listeners in here who can be honest with themselves and really assess like, okay, when I bought that, when I made that purchase that wasn't wise, it probably took a toll on my mental health because now I'm paying back those monthly payments or... I bought that bag and um, just an example, I bought that Louis bag and it's just so expensive and now I'm in a financial strain because I can't pay my mortgage or I can't pay my, you know, other bills and stuff. So we really have to, to really keep in mind that financial stress and mental health are highly correlated and that we're not exempt from that just because it's the holiday season. We're not exempt from that just because we buy in the Xbox for the babies. Like it, it, the stress doesn't just go away. That correlation is still pretty much there very much. Um, and so when thinking about the holiday season, we have to keep in mind our mental health. Yes, be selfish. Keep your mental health first. Is it worth purchasing the Jordans? Is it worth purchasing the, the PlayStation or or whatever expensive thing that you want to buy if you know you're going to be stressed out afterward and you're going to be trying to figure out how to make ends meet, sense of encouragement to all of you is to really set financial boundaries. I am not a financial expert, but like I said, when you set financial boundaries, you are that serves as a protective factor against the financial strain, the, the mental health strain that comes with overspending during the holiday. Now, granted, when it comes to budgeting and financing, possibly Google some information on that, possibly reach out to a financial advisor or someone whose uh, expertise is finances so they can help you with that. But, what, you know, my goal is to help you protect your mental health. My goal is to help you protect your peace, because if it's impacting your peace, it's too expensive. Hello. If it's impacting your peace, then how in the world can you even be present during the holiday season? How can you show up with your family? How can you uh, receive the love that others might be bestowing in the, the holiday season? If you are so stressed about that bag you bought your girl or, you know, if you're stressed about these things, how can you enjoy the holiday anyway? So my 
encouragement to you, my advice to you is to give yourself a budget. Sometimes just asking yourself like, okay, is this going to cause stress for me? Is this good for my mental health for me to buy this thing? And if the answer is no, take a pause on it. One of the ways that we can protect our mental wellness and our peace during this, uh, the holiday season is to build that expectation to, to communicate your expectations to loved ones who you might be buying gifts for. Let them know like, hey, this is the budget this year, or I hope you're not expecting anything extravagant. You know, letting them know the financial limitations as opposed to feeling like you have to meet these certain standards or expectations that will eventually have you in a rut later, that will eventually have you feeling horrible about your purchases. So I'm going to encourage you to do that. And I hope you found that segment helpful because I'm doing it for myself. I refuse to be in debt for some holiday. Like, no, that's not even the purpose of the holiday. What I celebrate, like I said, I celebrate Christmas. I celebrate, um, you know, Jesus Christ and the, the history of Christmas is celebrating the birth of Jesus. That's what we celebrate. I celebrate the Messiah that, you know, that's the, the, the root of it. That's the foundation of it. And therefore, people receiving from the holiday or um, really feeling like they're getting something out of it does, shouldn't be predicated on how expensive a gift is. Sure, that's a part of tradition, but also it should not be the end all be all when it comes to celebrating this holiday. And we really have to get out of that mindset. So I'm going to leave y'all with that nugget. We're going to jump right into the topic on today. I hope y'all are excited. So we're going to be talking about some of the things that people experience during the holiday season. Now, I could talk about holiday stress and ways to manage it and all that good stuff. I think that's a wonderful topic. So no shade to anybody who's talked about that already. But I'm sure I got some a lot of information out there already on my Instagram page. I have a reel that I created on Instagram. I also have uh, um, like a couple new. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Two segments I did about it. So go back into my Instagram page and find that stuff if you're having trouble with managing holiday stress. Today, I want to talk a little bit about ways to continue to protect yourself and to protect your peace as we enter into the holiday season, which could fall under the, the idea of managing holiday stress. I don't know. Depends on how you look at it, but that's what we're talking about today. All right. So I saw a post or a, a meme or whatever floating around social media that said something along the lines of don't be out here being a Scrooge because you don't enjoy the holiday. So basically, if someone is not fond of the holiday or if it's a season that um, it, it makes that person just it just grinds their gears and, and they don't enjoy the holiday. Therefore, they're being mean or whatever or whatever that looks like or, or toxic or, or not or just grumpy about the holiday and basically ruining it for other people, basically, is what they're saying. It Because you're going to be a Scrooge, don't don't ruin it for other people who enjoy the holiday, basically. What I would have to say to that is I share a different sentiment. I don't 100% agree with that post. I understand what it's conveying. It's basically saying, you know, um, 
keep those emotions to yourself. Other people actually enjoy it. And I get it, people. I do. I promise you. I get it. I get it. At the same time, y'all, we got to extend grace to people. We got to let people people because people be peopling, y'all. We all be peopling. And we have to extend grace when people be peopling. What do you mean, Dr. Shonda? I'm so glad you asked. Okay. Think about the past year and a half that we have had. Think about even the past few months that we have had. Because a few people got the vaccine or if you got the vaccine or if you didn't get the vaccine or, you know, you heard about the vaccine or whatever, whatever. COVID-19 numbers are dropping, yes. But there are still people who have been significantly impacted. And we can't forget that. I know plenty of people, a couple of my lines, one of my line sisters lost her father. Another line sister lost her grandmother. Like, we we really have to, another one lost her um, her grandfather. And we, we have to be mindful. The holiday season is when we're reminded of our loved ones that we're used to spending that time with. So if somebody ain't feeling a holiday and they feel grumpy about it, it's not my place to say, oh, stay in your corner. Don't bring that energy over here. Good vibes only, da-da-da-da-da, and all those other crazy little things that we be saying. How about the next time somebody, you know, presents as a quote-unquote Scrooge, let's extend them some grace. Ask them, is there anything I can do for you during this holiday season? I know this is a hard time for you, uh, Sally. I know this is a very hard time for you, Greg. But is there anything I can do for you? I know you had a hard year. What can I do for you? Even thinking about the past couple of months, people have lost jobs. People have been demoted. People have, you know, their, their finances may not be the same as it was about a year and some change ago. And for that very reason, that's another reason for people to not feel like the holiday season is anything to be joyous about. We got to get out of this mindset that people's experiences and the way that people people enjoy the holiday or experience the holiday is the same as ours. Kind of having this one track mind about it. And be empathetic toward other people. People be peopling. And we just got to let people people even during the holiday season, y'all. We got to let it happen. Because people have emotions. And because you have emotions, a wide range of emotions, I think it's one of the beautiful gifts that God has given us. Right? Not all animals experience a wide range of emotions the same way we do. That's something unique to human beings. It's a blessing to be able to experience all the, the long array of emotions that we had. It's a blessing to be able to do that and to feel it and to express it. That's a part of our humanity. It's a part of what makes us human. How dare I judge somebody for having emotions? Come on, y'all. Tis the season to allow people to people. Tis the season to allow people to people. Come on, put that in the comment section in the chat. Tis the season to allow people to people. That's it. That's the tweet. Because I'm not going to make somebody feel bad because they, they're grieving during the holiday. Because they're not looking forward to the holiday. Because they're, they're, they're experiencing negative thoughts about past Christmases or 
who's not here this year. My family, we, we, I lost an uncle this year. This Christmas is not going to be the same for me and my family. So we have to, ex- again, extend grace in these situations. So as we are continuing to let people, people, I also want us to talk about some of the things that, you know, we personally might experience as we go into the holiday season. This is the time of year where people will congregate with their families, childhood friends, going back home. I'll be going back to Delaware myself. People are going to go back to their, their, their places where they were reared as children, where they grew up. And so here's what can happen during the holiday season. Number one, if you're writing this down, people are reminded of goals they set for themselves that they may not have accomplished. Now, how many of you listening to this podcast have created a goal? Oh, by next next year, and granted, Christmas is near the end of the year, so that's why we get reminded of it. By next year, I'm going to be the CEO of my company. By next year, I'm going to start that business. By next year, I'm going to make six figures in my entrepreneurial ventures. By next year, I'm going to start that private practice. By next year, I'm going to be in a relationship. By next year, I'm going to be married. And we set all these very uh, hard deadlines onto the goals. And when we are approached by the holiday season, it's like a mirror. It causes us to reflect on all the things that we haven't accomplished. For a lot of people, that can make them feel like a failure. It can make them feel like they haven't done anything, even though that's not consistent with reality and evidence, even though you may not have become the CEO of the company, there were so many other things that you could have accomplished. Hello. We tend to focus on the negative and discount the positive. We tend to utilize what we call that, that mental filter and only focus and focus on that, the, the things we haven't been able to accomplish or the not so good things. So that's one thing that can happen happen during the holiday season. Also, people, like I said, because this the holiday season, especially um, there, during this time, like around Christmas time, we go back to our families. We go back to those places where we were reared as children, where we grew up, where we were parented, right? As a result, adult you can go back into that family environment and revert back into your childhood. Because they don't see you as, you know, adult Tanisha. They see you as little Nini. They see you as that kid. And because they might be treating you a particular way, we might act or revert back or regress back into past childhood behaviors or even childhood ways of thinking. The best example I can give you, sometimes when we are reared in environments that aren't necessarily healthy, we can develop thought processes or or, or themes or patterns, ways of thinking, or what we call schemas. In your childhood, if you're in your family, you develop the schema about being unloved or a schema about not prioritizing yourself, a schema about feeling unsafe. 
And that schema can be activated when you go back into that childhood home. That means that you can begin to function in ways that aligns with that negative schema. You wasn't thinking about the, you know, having these thoughts of being unlovable. You wasn't thinking about having these thoughts of like being worthless and all that stuff when you were thriving in your your hometown and your career and with your own family. You weren't thinking about any of these things. But when we go back to that environment where we may have had a hard childhood. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Those schemas are activated. Then we start to second guess ourselves. Then those old belief systems start to become activated. And you're reminded of, oh, wow, am I unlovable? That's sometimes how the brain works. It's like sometimes when things remain dormant, it's like, I'm cool. I'm thriving in my career. I'm not thinking about that stuff. But if I have that moment where I'm reminded of it, and a lot of people are reminded of the past in their their their, their nuclear families or their uh, childhood homes, and those things are activated, then it becomes that much more difficult to really get that stuff under control. And then we start going home wondering, like, why am I, why do I feel so bad? Why do I... Why am I second guessing myself? Why, you know, why is all, why are all of these things happening to me? It's because those things could have been activated. And sometimes we just don't realize that when going back into those environments. And so number three, other people can continue to see you. This is another thing that happens during the holidays. When we go back into you know, childhood and childhood family, friends and all that good stuff. Other people continue to see you as that kid or that unhealed version of yourself. Therefore, they treat you as such. People can treat you as that unhealed version. Not saying you're completely healed today because I feel like we're all striving toward wholeness or completion. Nobody has ever reached perfection yet. But they might still treat you as that kid. They might still treat you as you know, that unhealed person. And again, that can cause so many different negative beliefs and negative thoughts about yourself, other people in the world to become activated. What I want you to do, I want you to do your best if these things begin to come up to really remind yourself of who you are. Yes, the holiday season, again, is a a joyous occasion for many, but sometimes it, it has its challenges. Especially if you come from a challenging family. Especially if you had what people describe as the mother wounds or the father wounds. If, you've, if you're going back to an environment where you were abused and you're still in contact with your abuser or the perpetrator. It can be very difficult to try to have that holiday cheer when you're trying to appease the family by coming home and following tradition by continuing to to have Christmas dinner, even though you're uncomfortable and you notice all these things, those three things that I listed happening. I'm here to remind you, even though these things, it's possible that it could happen, but there's also ways that you can negate it. There's also ways that you can 
mitigated. Think about yourself and all the things that you have accomplished. So that's one way of really protecting yourself before going back into some of these environments. Think about the things that you've done well over the year. Even if that means surviving, you were able to survive. You were able to get out of bed and go to work for the year. You were able to provide for your children and to be emotionally available during a pandemic. You were able to go to school and to to complete your coursework, to complete your classwork during a pandemic. That's an accomplishment. I want you to also remind yourself of the healing that has taken place already in your life. Even though somebody might treat you as that unhealed version of you, or you feel like you're regressing and those negative thoughts and beliefs about yourself are, are being activated because you're back in that old environment. If you Even if, if you feel those things happening, remind yourself of the healing that has taken place prior to you getting there. And healing is different for everybody, right? Healing is, I don't think it's a, a, a place of being, um, like a static place that people get to. Oh, I'm officially healed. Not when it comes to mental wellness. I think it's a place of a, a journey. I'm continuing along that journey of healing, but I'm not where I used to be. Remind yourself of where you used to be and how that looks different from where you are now. Even though they might see you as that old version of you, even though those negative beliefs about yourself might be activated because you're in that environment. Remind yourself, okay, I'm feeling this way right now, but what have I, what what did the healing look like prior to me getting to this point? Well, I was able to talk about some things with my therapist. I was able to identify some negative relational patterns. I was able to correct some communication things that I haven't been able to correct in so many years. I want you to think about those things. Think on those things. Come on. Didn't Paul say that? Think on these things. Even when I feel like, you know, there are certain things about the holiday that might be difficult. Think on those things. Think on those things. And if need be, if you feel as though environments are becoming uncomfortable or they're no longer serving you, you have the permission to set boundaries. I don't care how old you are. You can be an adult. I don't care if you're a millennial, if you're Gen Z, if you are a kid out there listening to this, you have permission to set boundaries. You can communicate what you're comfortable and uncomfortable with. You can communicate your needs. You can communicate whether you even want to be involved in family tradition this year. Y'all, y'all know what's funny. I, like I said, I posted a um, boundary setting in the holiday season. Over the um, during the Thanksgiving break, I posted that, and somebody commented, "Y'all be so funny in my comments sometimes. I love it." But somebody commented and said, "That's this is very negative, and you need to do better or something like that." This is a negative post, and I was talking about setting boundaries. People aren't entitled to your physical space, so you know where my hug at. What hug? Like you, you're not entitled to my physical space, or. Financial boundaries, how important they are, emotional boundaries, all those good things. And I think like when people see boundary setting as a negative thing, I think that speaks more so to their lack of boundaries. And oftentimes when 
people are guilty about setting boundaries or they feel like they're not appropriate or if they feel like setting boundaries is a bad thing. Oftentimes, those are people who weren't given the permission to have boundaries as kids. The idea of setting a boundary was not reinforced in them. Therefore, when they do hear somebody talking about boundaries or when they see somebody talking about boundaries, it's, oh, that's a bad thing. That's, that's negative. We, we push that away. Like I said, I am encouraging you. If you feel uncomfortable during the holiday season, set your boundaries. You have the permission to do that. Nobody's going to do it for you. It's nobody else's job to set boundaries for Lisa, but Lisa. You hear that, Lisa? I'm calling you out. I don't even know who Lisa is. But I, I feel in my spirit, Lisa's listening. She needs to set some boundaries. So, girl, if you listen and comment in the comment section, you have permission to set boundaries with your mama, Greg, wherever you are in the world. You have permission to do that. And the fact that we feel like boundary setting is a, a curse word, it's such a bad thing. I, I, it's a more, that's a cultural thing, especially in the black community. Again, another post I did, um, I think this one was on TikTok, but in black communities, when like kids and like people who are younger than the elders are setting boundaries with the elders and that's deemed as disrespectful, that's rooted in a place of the elders not feeling comfortable with the boundaries that we're setting. But it doesn't mean that we can't set it. I believe in respecting my elders. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yes, sir. No, sir. Like I believe in all that good stuff. But you also can respectfully set boundaries. And I feel like that's a whole nother podcast because I had y'all for long enough. Listen, I really hope this blessed you. I really hope that you're taking away from the topic today. I don't even know what to call this podcast because we talked about so many things that can happen during the holiday season. Again, do me a favor. Screenshot this and post this to your story and tag me. So we're going to go ahead and transition it is the holiday season. I did have a Paging Dr. Shonda segment for y'all, but I think I'm going to save that for the next episode. Yeah, we're going to save that because I, I, I want this to be specific to the holiday. All right. So in closing, I have a question. It says, somebody submitted this via DM. Uh, how do you tell family you no longer want to be a part of the tradition? So this is someone who um, wants to know how to tell their family that they no longer want to be a part of family tradition. Not sure what the tradition typically looks like, whether that's like a family dinner or what gathering or whatever. But honestly, doesn't matter. Um, when we're talking, and this coincides with what we've already been talking about in terms of boundary setting. But when we're talking about telling family members about us not feeling comfortable with certain traditions anymore... I can tell this is rooted in a place of like you wanting to preserve their feelings. And I, I totally 100% get If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. At the same time, honor your own feelings. It's obvious that you're not comfortable or, you know, you're, you're no longer interested in wanting to follow those family traditions and I get that but sometimes it's good to be able to set boundaries and kind of communicate how we're feeling about it and our own emotions about it yes uh, mom might be hurt dad might be hurt uncle might be hurt but if they can empathize with the emotions that you're having in terms of the discomfort that comes with you being at these family traditions it might may, it might soften the blow 
it might make the boundary that you're setting a bit more palatable for them. Um, like I said, if mom is hurt, she might be hurt. But if she knows that you're feeling uncomfortable, which is another emotion. So connecting the emotion with the emotion, she might be able to empathize with that. And it, it may not it may be easier to be able to set that boundary. So communicate, communicate, communicate is the key. Let them know how you are feeling. Label your emotions when you're communicating these boundaries. That is how people resonate with us. And also my friend, um, my cousin, Tony Jones, make sure y'all download her affirmation albums. Hopefully she'll be on the podcast one day soon. You hear that, Tony girl? I need you on the podcast. Um, but yeah, so she, she talks about setting boundaries with people and formulating it in a way. She said it when she uh, I was on a panel. She said it so eloquently and I've been using it ever since, Tony. So she said something along the lines of like, I'm, I'm going to have to say no. Can you support me in that? Can you support me in my no? Now, how can anybody say, no, I'm not going to support you in your no. You need to be like, how can anybody say that? I get it. Some families definitely may want to continue to push on that boundary. But when you articulate it in a sense of, you know, I'm setting this boundary and I need your support, then you're more likely to get that buy-in. And I appreciated that example that she provided. Also, you know, when you have family members who do continue to push on your boundaries, I 100% understand you. But that doesn't mean that you give in. It doesn't mean that you say, all right, I'm going to just go because they keep asking me. They keep saying, why are you not coming? Because what's going to happen the next time you set a boundary and you give in? You're teaching the people around you that, oh, when Tasha sets a boundary, if you keep pushing on it, she's going to eventually give in. So all you got to do is just keep asking them. That's what you're communicating to them non-verbally with your behaviors. So that's why we got to just stay mindful of the boundaries that we're communicating, communicating, using an emotion, ask them for their support. And adhere to your boundary. Nobody else is going to set the boundary but you. Nobody's going to adhere to it but you. All right, y'all. This is your reminder to create the emotions that you want to experience. You have the power to do that. Listen, love and peace to each and every one of you. Make sure y'all watch my favorite holiday movies. My uh, The Divas Christmas Carol. What else did I say? The Preacher's Wife. And uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> All right, y'all. I'm going to catch y'all next week. Peace. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.